Hey everybody and welcome to Time for Atomic Radio Hour, episode 182, the last episode of 2021. I'm your host Vince, Kyle's here as well. Hello. How are you? Alright. Yeah, anything new going on? Nothing much, no. Cool. This is another shorter episode. Um, I, I It's the end of the year, it's that period of time, for me at least, where... You're just kind of doing the bare minimum to get to the end of the year. You have your little celebration, and then you're just kind of done. Uh, I don't... There's not much to talk about. Nothing is going on right now. Nothing is happening. How was your Christmas, sir? Uh, it, was, it was very good. How about yours? It was okay. I cooked a lot and then took a nap. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's uh, not much to talk about, like I've said... Um, but if you are watching this the day this comes out and you're watching it on YouTube, you've probably noticed that something has changed. Um, now that it's just me doing the show, there is one thing that I've wanted to do for a while and kind of make the channel my own. I've been thinking about this pretty much since she left. Um, and this is what I want to do. I don't want to get rid of the show. Atomic Radio Hour isn't going anywhere, but the channel has changed. I'm not going to say it, uh, what the name is just yet. Because as of recording this, I haven't changed it yet. So just in case there's a problem, I don't want to say it out loud. Um, but the channel is now by a different name. It's now going to hopefully be more... I feel like it's more me. I can experiment more and do more things. I want to have some videos. I want to do some other stuff. I want to do stuff other than just the podcasts. Uh, not that I'm bored of them or I'm done with them because I'm not. It's just I want to do more stuff. I want to have more of a creative outlet. I have this green screen that I've been looking at for months that I just haven't like done anything with. Um, and I want to use that more. I have ideas for stuff. And I have uh, in my closet that's right here, I have like a light kit, like a lighting kit, like a soft lighting photography kit that I bought for, I want to say, $30 at a thrift store. Uh, so I want to use the stuff that I have and I need to buy a camera. Yeah, but I can use this camera that I use for this and ain't nothing but a thing. So there have been some changes, some, some more changes will be coming sooner. Hopefully now everything's finally starting to happen. Uh, I went over the Patreon last week, so I'm not going to go over that again. Thank you to the Patreon more on them soon. Like I said, Kyle is here. Kyle and I have something planned for the end of the show. I have an incredibly quick quick lore this week. It's the end of the year. It's vacation time for a lot of people. I don't want to sit here and take up an hour of your time. Also, like I've kind of been saying, I need to focus on my mental health and trying to make sure that the episodes are coming out on time every time at a certain time isn't letting me be as creative as I think I need to be. Or what is healthy for me. And then like, it's like, all right, get the episode out. That's all that matters is getting the episode out. Once it's out, it's out. And then you don't have to worry about it. And like another part of me is like, yeah, but I don't feel like fulfilled because I'm not getting to do anything creative. And then the other part of, of my brain is like, yeah, but just get it out. So it's, I'm, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm saying. This is where I'm at is I need to just kind of take time for myself. That's what I'm doing. But like I said, with all these changes, Atomic Radio Hour isn't going anywhere. It's going to stay here and be here um, for the foreseeable future. Kyle, you have nothing you want to talk about? I really don't have anything I want to talk about. Uh, I'm just going to get right into the lore. Wait, let's get right because, into it. Uh, but before we get into the lore, we have to get into the Patreon. We have to thank the Patreon first. 
because of you guys, I can continue to do this. Uh, I continue to have fun. I can continue to revamp the way I do things, rethink the way I think things, and change things up that need to be changed slightly uh, or on a more grandiose scale that I can move things around. Because of the Patreon, uh, we can do what we need to do. Starting at the top with the Patreon, we have to thank the OG Noah. Thank you, Noah. After Noah, it's Danny. Thank you, Danny. And last, we have to thank Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. Like I said, because of you guys, I can continue to do this. Pay Kyle his exuberant amount of money. Do what we gotta do. Have fun in the meantime. I hope you're all well. Thank you. Uh, but it's time to get into this lore. Quick lore this week. I didn't, uh, I didn't ask the Discord. Just because I wanted to make sure I got a quick lore. It's kind of one that I've wanted to do for a while. There's a couple that I wanted to do for a while. And they were longer than I expected. Uh, but this was one of the shorter ones. So I'll let you know right now. This is a shorter lore segment. But this is on the uh, original Robo Cowboy. Prim Slim. Uh, I get all of my lore off of fallout.fandom.com. He's an authentic cowpoke. The pre-war Protectron unit made by Robco. He's made custom by the original owners of the Vicky and Vance Casino and is the casino's official spokespot. He is a wealth of knowledge of the outlaws Vicky Advance as well as the surrounding areas. He's survived over 200 years and has had some maintenance recently in the past few years. There is a pair of outlaws who have hacked into him to steal Vance's gun that was on display so they could go out and gallivant as their own petty th- crime thievery people. Primslim slaps. Primslim, what is the, what's the robot outside Megaton? I can't believe I can't remember this right now. Uh, Deputy I don't Weld? Know. I don't remember. Yeah, it is Deputy Weld. Cool. I, I don't know. I, he's, he's just, you know. His thing is just as short. His wiki is just as short as Prim Slim. Let's read some notes on Prim Slim. Let's see, Prim Slim has an exceptional amount of health that increases with the player character's level. In fact, he is the single most durable character in the game. <laughs> Despite being durable, Slim lacks an attack mode, which leaves him un- unable to retaliate. Attacking him will cause the rest of the Prim citizens to become hostile. If Prim Slim is made sheriff, he can be heard on Radio New Vegas. He does not appear to know the name of the town where he is the sheriff due to a missing data token. Once made sheriff, he will make one patrol around Prim and then stand near Bison Steve's hotel. There is the Bison Steve Hotel for the rest of the game to the right of the building underneath the coaster by a garage bin good for him if the player character does not kill the convicts on the roller coaster near the bison steve hotel that may attack prim slim after his patrol slim can eventually die since he can't defend himself (laughs) (laughs) he may also be found wandering the mojave though this is rare the dialogue option to return vance's nine millimeter submachine gun to prim is unused after taking vance's nine millimeter he will say, always good to see you, partner. Anything I can help you with? But he won't initiate conversation. If this occurs before a sheriff is chosen by the player, it may remove Prim Slim as a candidate. Wow. This game doesn't work, and it's one of the greatest games ever made. 
Prim Slim is one of the few robots in New Vegas that has clothing in his inventory. If when you kill him, you get like a battery pack scrap electronics and a cowboy hat. <laughs> He's never actually seen in the sheriff's office. And even while patrolling outside, Prim Slim will still greet the courier as if he's in the casino. That's pretty much Prim Slim. I like me a robot. I like me a robot that's got a little character. A little class. Uh, That's pretty much everything. I don't really have anything else to say on Prim Slim. I wonder if Prim... I don't think he has a card. I'm surprised he doesn't have a card, to be honest. Cool. That's lower. Papa! Yeah. Hey, pal. Before, um, since I said this is going to be a, a shorter episode, before we do really anything else, uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, it, it, last week, the episode came out a day late, and I apologize, but if this comes out when I think it's going to come out, and that's the first, hopefully... After I just got done saying that I can't hold myself to such high standards. Here we go. Um, I want this to come out on the first. And, you know, I think I think the new year should be a time of celebration. I think whether the previous year is good or bad, you should celebrate the good that did happen. Because there's always small nuggets of good in the bad the same way there's always small nuggets of bad in the good. So Kyle and I last week did this thing where we ranked our top five Christmas specials of all time. And we've kind of done this before on the show in the past when it was me and, and, and Olive and Kyle would show up around this time of year anyway. But what I want to do is our top five games and movies that we played this year. And it's the, it's the same rules for these lists that we always do. Or at least in my mind that we always do because this is like the second time we've done a list. But it's... Stuff we played. We haven't played... Kyle might have played everything, but I have not. Uh, But these things can be from any time period. They could be from yesterday or they could be from 25 years ago. It's the top five movies we saw and the top five games that we played. And it's going to be the same way we did it last week. Uh, We're both going to start at five, work our way up. We're going to do it together. Kyle, starting with movies, what's what's your fifth movie of 2021? Uh, my fifth movie of 2021. Uh, haven't watched too many this year. Uh, so I kind of combined them with like TV shows, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I started to rewatch uh, a show I like, uh, a British show called Death in Paradise. Death in Paradise? Yeah, it's like a... Uh, uh, I'm Saint, Saint Marie, I think it's called. It's like... I forget. It's like an island... That was taken over by the French back in the day. and They did a lot of that. Yeah. They did uh, a lot of that. Probably messing up, but it, it's a British show. It's like a down-to-earth kind of kind of funny. They have funny moments, but like a mm. crime show. So it's like a British detective comes over to this island. They, it's kind of like Doctor Who where they, they, the detective kind of changes. Yeah. <laughs> changes <laughs> after a couple seasons. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I started to rewatch that. That's been my top... My, my time so far. Do you, uh, what's your favorite episode? What would you, if, if someone, if, if you <sighs> had to recommend an episode to somebody to start it, where would you start? Oh God. I mean the first episode, I guess. How, how, how long is the series? Uh, I think they just did, I think they have like 12 seasons. I think they did a Christmas special recently. They're, they're, they're short episodes. They're not like long ass. What year yeah. did it start? 
it's, it's not, not as long as Doctor Who, is no, it? No, no, no. It's not old. It's not old. Probably like maybe maybe mid two thousands, later two thousands. I would say. Okay. You know, uh, English shows series are seasons. Like the way we have seasons and mm-hmm. the word series, like the series is the whole thing. You know, it's flipped. Yeah. I don't know why that is. It's just a fun fact that I know. <laughs> My number five movie for the year is uh, Kyle. I don't know if you see this one coming, but District Nine. Yeah. I, 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 I'm considering this that this is a movie that I saw for the first time. Because uh, I didn't really put TV shows in this. Because if I did, American Dad would be very high on my list. Because I rewatched that and King of the Hill. Because I rewatched all that stuff this year. But District Nine slaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, there, there's the review that we did earlier this year, and like watching that, I was super into it the whole time. And like I said, it's the first time I've seen it since 2009. So I'm considering it the first time I've seen it because it's been over a decade. Right. But. What about your number five game of the year? Number five game uh, for me would be Destiny 2. Really? Uh, this year they introduced the cross-platform, cross-play. Mm-hmm. So I actually finally got to join in the clan and actually play with a bunch of people that I know. Cool. You're, uh, what, what's currently going on that you're doing now? Because I know it's like this ever-evolving, ever-expanding. Mm-hmm. Which people hate. Really? Reason. Yeah, they vote stuff. So, like, hey, this thing that from four years ago that no one goes to, we're going to vote away. And people are like, ah, oh, we paid money for this. And it's like, you don't play it. <laughs> it's not getting yeah. deleted. They're voting it. Come, come back anytime. It's, uh, oh, they're like Disney vaulting it? That's what yeah, you mean by that? It's, like, it's it, just going to come back later? It will come back. They can change it up and it'll always come back stuff. You know what I mean? And people yeah. have a hard time about that. I mean, it sucks if, like, I can't use a gun. Like, if I'm super attached to this one gun, I can see that sucking. I I just... It's mostly worlds and uh, activities. Mm. Some guns So it's not like weapons. Well, some weapons do get voted, but it's like you find a much better gun. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. But... uh, Do you remember being scared of the Disney vault as a kid? What? Like... Like, I was watching this video and this guy saying how... Like, it's gonna eat me? No, like, no. Oh man, the Disney Vault's coming tonight. <laughs> it's like a mimic from D and D. It's got teeth. <laughs> no, like um, I was watching this video, and this guy was saying that, like, growing up, he was like afraid of the Disney Vault because he was like, I don't want to live in a world where I can't see these movies when I want to. No, because I never knew what what it was for many many years. Really? Okay. Yeah, I never knew about it. Cool, cool. I I have my number five game here, and this is gonna surprise you because it surprised me when I really sat down and thought about it. But Knockout City. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like, can see that. We only played maybe 15 hours of it. Yeah. But I had such a good time. Like, I want to play it again. Like, I want to just sit down with... Re- Dude, Queequegging on the homies? Like, are you kidding <laughs> me? Like, <laughs> just, like, there's strategy in that game, and, like, there's thought, and, and it's just <laughs> a silly, goofy game. I, I hate that every game looks like Fortnite now. Right. Like, artistically, like, every game feels like it looks like Fortnite, but I don't really, really mind it. Yeah. When it comes to Knockout City, especially because we were the Bravo Boys. <laughs> Bravo Boys, like, that was, you know, that was just fun. What do you have for your, your number fourth movie there, Papa? Number fourth movie is, uh, it's going to go for Doctor Who. 
I have been rewatching Doctor Who with a good friend of mine who'd never seen it, so it's been a experience. Good shit. What's your favorite Doctor? Uh, my favorite Doctor would have to be David Tennant, the Tenth Doctor. Where did you start? I should have asked that first. Uh, I started when uh, they first aired uh, Eccleston, so the Ninth Doctor back in like 2000-something on Sci-Fi. That's when I first seen it. Is that the one who's in 28 Days Later? Uh, no, that's Capaldi. Uh, no, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Sorry. I was thinking Warworthy for some reason. <laughs> He's the one uh, who's at like the, what is it called? Sure. Castle or something. You know what I'm talking about? No, because I never seen that movie. You never saw that? Oh my God. I'm sorry. No. I always wanted to. <laughs> I always wanted to, but I, I never seen it. But How did, wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold the phone, Kyle. How have we been friends with the people we've been friends with and you've never seen that? Because I never go anywhere to actually see it. So okay, that's I know valid. about it. I know who likes it a lot, but I never seen you know, I never seen it personally. You should you should watch it. It's not a bad I movie. I know. I yeah, I definitely want to. There's little things about it that are really cool, like how like it's shot in London and nobody's mm-hmm. there. But yeah. Um, We're talking uh, a lot about the UK today. Yeah, I British shows are the best <laughs> person in my opinion. Dude, you know what I've been watching a lot of? Speaking of what? British shows, Tangent Time, British Kitchen Nightmares. British yeah. Kitchen Nightmares is so much better than U.S. Kitchen Nightmares. They got Mighty Boosh. Oh, the Mighty Boosh? Dude, I remember seeing the Mighty Boosh on DVD when I was in, in a Best Buy when I was a kid. And it was on Adult Swim. And I remember going, eh, fuck this show. This show sucks. And then, like, because I'd seen, like, two episodes. And I was just an angry child. And then, like, I watched an episode, and it was, like, a totally different feel. Like, I guess every season they changed it a little bit. And, like, they were in a zoo. <laughs> yeah, the first season they're in a zoo. <laughs> yeah, there was, like, there was, like no, no zoo whatsoever the first episode I ever saw. And then isn't there one where they're in a hospital? I think it's season one is they're in a zoo. Season two, I think they're in the shop. And then season three, they're in some. I could be mixing season two and three up. They're in the shop, and then they're in the house. There's okay. There's another show, another British show. Then with that same guy, that's I, I can't even like do his, I think his voice. Name is- the swarthy guy. He's in an episode of Community where he's like a grifter in Community. Is, is it the and then the guy that does all like the? He's all dressed up, and he has he's the like, pocket. Yeah, maybe. I don't really, It's been such a long time since I've watched it. Just like, all I know is the Mighty Boosh is there's two characters, and one dude's name is Vince, and the other dude whose name isn't Vince looks more like me. <laughs> I thought that was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> no, the Mighty Boosh is great. I, ah, I gotta wa- Where can I watch that? HBO Max. Oh, good. I have that. Okay, sorry. Um, uh, Dr. Is that you uh, wanted? Is that all you wanted to say? Or you want to say more? I'm sorry. No, no. I, I started when they started to oh, yes. like rebring it out. Like, I think 2009. I want to say. No, I think it was earlier than that. No, I don't know. It, Whatever they yeah. brought it back because they did the 80s movie and it failed mm-hmm. to bring back it, and then they brought it back in the 2000s, and then that's when it took off again. So yeah, that's when I started. I have a feeling I would really like Doctor Who. It depends. I mean, I, it's just one of those. It's one of those things where the fan base got to me before the show did. Mm. 
like Rick and Morty, even though I remember watching Rick and Morty before anybody knew what it was, not to like put on my hipster hat, but like, I don't know. I'd love to watch them. I'd lo- I I remember once we had gotten a new TV as a kid. For some reason, it was picking up channels that like it should have been picking up. And I've probably told the story before. An episode of uh, Doctor Who just comes on and we're like, this is really good. We should watch this. And then we just never did it again. Do you remember what, what the episode was about? No. We no, nah, dude. This was this was. Oh my god, this was well over a decade ago. But I remember like laying on my couch with my my parents, being like, "This is a good show." My mom's like, "It is a good show." My number four movie of the year, Godzilla vs Kong. Mm. <laughs> it's it's so good. It's such a just like. I don't remember it being very long. I should have looked up the time to make this point, but I didn't. It just kind of like shows up and it's just silly and just big monkey gets smacked around by a big lizard. Like there's a couple things in the movie, like with the little girl that I thought were really, really smart. I also just love Godzilla. So like going into any Godzilla film, I already know it's going to start out at like a 7.9. So like, yeah, there's a bias there. I mean, you and I watched it together. Yeah. And, and like, oh, God, it's Godzilla vs. Kong. So fucking good. Like, if you're a Godzilla fan, even if you're a Kong fan, I think you'll enjoy it. It's silly. It doesn't take itself too seriously. The worst part about it is Millie Bobby Brown. But from everything I understand, she signed a contract way earlier. Uh, like when they first started doing the movies with her in them. And that's the only reason why she's there. Her parts make no sense. And like the black dude who I believe hangs out with her is a podcast host. So they had me like I was in like he, he I was totally about it. I love Godzilla vs Kong. I love, mm-hmm. I should have bought some toys from it, but I didn't just, yeah. What about your number four game, pal? My number four game is going to be uh, kingdom hearts melody of memory. Really, uh, that was just a nostalgia trip back to everything I love. That's the that's the rhythm game. That right? is that's the like music Kingdom rhythm Hearts. game that has almost all the music in it. What's your favorite song to go back to, <sighs> dude? I I played that on proud. On what proud mode? Is that the hardest? Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a couple songs that were like, uh, clicking, I'm like clicking crazy. Like it gets a little sweaty, (laughs) gets crazy. Like how quick you have to press the button. Uh, which I mean, what's your favorite though? What's your go-to? I would have to pick a world, uh, cause they're all sectioned by the world. They play them in, um, probably I'm going to have to say Mulan's world. There's always one song from Mulan that I really like. What's your favorite Disney song? Like, what's the one that just gets stuck in your head and you're just like, part of this world? Like, you're just, you know, chilling. My favorite Disney song is One to One from the Goofy movie. I don't know that one offhand. That's the Powerline one. The dude at the end? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell, I don't know. Kyle, I ask you these questions and then you say them and they like your answer <laughs> and they make perfect sense every time. And then I'm like, how did I not think of a Goofy? How did I not <laughs> just think of a Goofy movie in general? Right. Tarzan's Tarzan's soundtrack slaps. Tarzan's not in this game, by the way. Really? Tarzan was in the first Kingdom Hearts game, but the world is not in this because the copyrights are not... Get the hell out of here. ...part of Disney anymore. 
Dude, I really want to sing that that Tarzan song. That the Phil Collins Tarzan song, like oh everybody God, yeah. knows. But like, I know if I even like hum two bars of it, Disney is going to shut down the entire. Well, they channel. don't own it. Phil does. My boy Phil owns it. I, so I, the reason why <laughs> that Tarzan world is not or any of that is referenced or in the Kingdom Hearts games is because they don't have the rights to any of that anymore. Tarzan stuff. Who owns Tarzan? I don't know, but I don't. Let me look it up. I don't think Disney owns Tarzan rights anymore. Dude, you don't. I you don't think if they made a live action Tarzan movie, they other people did. I think I don't think it was Disney. No, but I'm saying like a Disney one that like like because they're just gonna do a shot for shot fucking CG animated one human hanging out. Uh, Seth Rogen is Pumbaa looking ass. Like you know, like dude, Tar. I gotta watch Tarzan again. All right, so Tarzan is not on Disney Plus. It's on Netflix. For real? Because there's a contract. Well, did they just have the contract with Netflix? Because remember, everything Disney was on Netflix, and then it was like half of it was on Netflix and Hulu. Yeah. And then it's like, now it's all Disney. Well, they had to wait. So Disney had to wait until the Netflix contracts ran up. That's why, like, Daredevil in the mall couldn't be, like, used because their contracts were with Netflix for a long time. That's so weird. Just it was it like so. Where is Luke Cage? Uh he'll maybe I. They confirmed that uh th- the regular Daredevil guy is actually playing the same guy, so he's probably there. They'll probably introduce him down the line. No, no, no but like, where can I watch that show if I want to watch oh, that show? Netflix. So it's I a can Netflix watch show. Okay, but like, what about like? Uh, this is why you can't own ideas. Like, uh there's there's a lot of things going around. If there are canon to the whole MCU, um, I believe they are currently now, as was confirmed by some people and some things. Kyle, my number four pick for the game of this year for me is uh, Halo Combat Evolved. Yep. <laughs> Just yes. Uh, <laughs> when we replayed this, I had it. We played it on Legendary. Uh, and I just had a ton of fun. I think Halo 1 might be the best one. It's, I mean, we're still going back and playing through all of them. We're on, like, the last level of Halo 2, and then we get to do Halo 3. But, like, Halo 1 is just an unexpected horror game. <laughs> the it's only, really... The only Halo would be beating in Legendary because, oh boy. <laughs> well, let's try 3. If 3 has the same dumb, Sorry. you die mechanic, we'll go back. Oh, we still have to do ODST, but still, like... I want to try the other ones in Legendary before we give up, but Halo One, Halo One is just the only thing Halo One is missing is the BR. Mm-hmm. It, it, its level structure is great, the story is great. If that was the only Halo they ever made, I'd be okay with that. Like it's just the art style of it is great. I really, really like the atmosphere of Halo One. Like when you're walking around the biomes on the ring. And you just kind of like walk into something and it's quiet and all you hear is like chief walking and maybe like a couple other Marines with you. It's really, really atmospheric. And I appreciate that so much. It's not like, you know, you're constantly everywhere you go. It's just you, John Halo, running through some shit. Like, ah, it's so good. Well, we weren't running through some shit. We had to patiently, cautiously run through stuff because grenades were and people were exploding constantly. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have put on uh, orbit. That well, remember the last, remember that last uh, mission 
Yes, because that was because the explosions were too big. Yeah, we had the gravity, the bigger explosions. We could not. I was getting so frustrated. What do you have for your third movie third of the movie? year? Uh-huh. Yeah, pulled my list. Ooh, uh, my third movie of the year would be the thing. Rewatching the thing means, in four K. That means so much to me. Mm, I love the thing. <laughs> so please, please just just go before I take over, please. Uh, you guys can enjoy watching us react to the thing in our Kyle and Vince likes things stream of y- Yes, that was from a few weeks ago. I will. There's a link. Let's see if I can do it. Here, nope. Hold on, right there. The right link there, just there looks like Vince's link. face because it's a thing. Wow. There you go. Edit. <laughs> Uh, Keith David is in this film, and so is Kurt mm-hmm. Russell. Kyle, my number three is The Lighthouse. Ooh, I have, have not s- watched that yet. No. <sighs> Dude, okay. This movie, Willem Dafoe, might be one of my favorite modern-day actors. He is good. Because of this film. Like, because of how good this movie is, I, like, want to see... Like, isn't Willem Dafoe in Nightmare Alley? Yep. That's, like, the one of the biggest reasons I want to see it. Like I, I that and it's a carnival setting at the turn of the century, like that twenties, like maybe even the, the the aughts carnival setting. I love the lighthouse. Robert Pattinson is a great actor. Um, when I first heard he was going to be playing Batman, I was like, ah, Jesus Christ, the fucking they, vampire. They put and a then, new trailer out, and I just want to say that that movie is a Batman movie. That is so really? Batman and true to what Batman is that it. Oof. It sucks that we can't watch that together because I would mm. love to watch that with you. Like Joker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's he's a phenomenal actor. The whole movie is shot at like a one to like 1.9 ratio. So like it gives you this claustrophobic feeling and also looks like a photo taken from that time. I've been – I've said it before. I have a collection of like photos and like when you find the slides that are like that size – that movie is atmospheric. It's also about like an old sea captain, so I'm already in. Where's my pipe? I don't know where my pipe is. I would show you. I, I love sea captains. I just love that aesthetic. I bought a skull the other day because it looked like something that would be on a pirate ship. <laughs> I don't need a fucking skull in my living room, but it's there. And I bought it. And it was sticky. I was like, why is this sticky? And I bought it. So I like took it home and I like washed it. And like a friend called me and I was like, yo, the skull. Remember the skull I bought? They're like, yeah. And I was like, I found out why it was sticky. They're like, why was it sticky? And I was like, because you're supposed to burn candles on it. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What about your number three game? Uh, My number three game is Halo Combat Evolve. Is it really? Yeah. Cool. John Halo. John Halo. And his brother, John Halo, accompanied with Marines Donnie and Chips. This summer. (laughs) We had a lot of fun. Oh, dude, you should have said something. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. No, no, no. My my number three is Halo Halo Infinite's multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> Whole lot of space shit going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's more Halo multiplayer, and it feels good. It feels right. I haven't yeah. played it in a minute, but like it feels like the way it should feel. I heard somebody else say it was probably Chris Raygun uh, because I watch all of his Halo stuff whenever it comes out. 
that this feels like the first time we've ever had like a direct sequel to Halo 3. Uh, yeah, I can agree. In the way of like the way it looks, the way it plays, it feel it feels fun. Like you feel powerful, but you don't feel overpowerful. Like I'm someone who just wants to play Slayer and SWAT, and like playing Oddball and Capture the Flag is really really fun. I feel like we've been talking a lot about Halo in the past like three months, <laughs> so I don't want to spend too much more time on here. But Kyle, your number two movie, my friend. Uh, my number two movie is uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, I haven't seen it, so please I don't spoil anything. I'll just say, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh, man, I gotta see it, dude. Willem Dafoe is Willem in Dafoe's it. Willem Dafoe is in it. I gotta see it. I, I haven't had a chance to go. Like, I was, like, like this the Monday and Tuesday, because we record on Wednesdays. Monday and Tuesday, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll go see it. And then I just got home and I was tired. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't feel like looking for it. And then like today I have to record tomorrow. I have to edit Friday. I'm supposed to have a little new year's thing. I got to go to, I don't know if anything's going to be, if, if I, I might just see it on new year's day, it do might it. just be the first movie I see. Please do not spoil this for nope. me. Well, I'm not, not saying even, a word. Like, I'm just saying anybody like, please do not spoil this for just me. Just go see it. If you have not seen it, go see it. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Did it make you feel like a little kid again? Yes. Uh, like I know what happens, but like I don't know what happens. You don't know what happens. No, I know I don't know what happens, but like I know, you, like I know, like you know, like I know, like what Doctor Strange is gonna do, and like who's gonna be there. Like I know, like like my boy. Like okay, so I have a friend who I work with, which I'm actually gonna talk about in a second because we're on number two, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool, because the next one, my friend recommended me the film that I'm going to talk about. Um, And she's like, oh, I'm going to watch all of the Spider-Man movies leading up to this one, because she had, someone she knew had bought tickets and invited her or some shit. And I was like, Spider-Man 2 is the best Spider-Man film. It's so good. It's so good. And then she, like, told me she got halfway through it and threw it and turned it off because she didn't like Tobey Maguire. I was like, we're not friends anymore. I was like, that's that's ridiculous. The movies that movie's got Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz, like, you wanna get to him, you gotta go through us. Oh, dude, is that movie good? And then I told you you could skip the Andrew Garfield ones, not because they're bad, just because I don't remember them. Like, simple as that. Like, I remember going to see both of them, and I do not remember the first one. I remember the second one because I remember thinking how dumb it was that a social worker or like a like a maintenance guy who worked for the city of Manhattan would just expect Spider-Man to remember him. That I thought was dumb. But like everything else, it's a Spider-Man movie. I don't hate Andrew Garfield, but like I don't like Tom Holland and I'm excited for this movie. And I, I like this is the only time you'll ever catch me saying I'm excited for a Disney movie. Kyle, this was your spot and I talked all over it. What do you want to say <laughs> no, before no. We, we move out of I, here? I, I want to know your theory of what this movie is. Like, what happens? Yeah, just throw me, throw it out to me. I'm not going to answer I mean, back, but, like, I want to know. I want to know. I mean, I don't know, like, the plot beats, just, but I'm also not going into it for the plot yeah, beats. Spitball. I think they're going to open up for the Sinister Six. Okay. That's what I think is going to happen. Uh, just because of everybody that's going to be in it. I think that's the Sinister, Sinister Six, but also they made the Avengers movies, and the Avengers in those movies aren't the OG Avengers. Mm-hmm. So uh, if they move things around, like, oh, let's move it from here to here. Like, I don't think Sandman is in the Sinister Sinister Six because they made the 
uh, Spider-Man PS4 game that was like a Sinister Six game. Except it had Mr. Negative or Dr. Negative or whatever his name, a negative man in it. So, like, you know, I, oh, dude, I want to see this movie. My number two is is a French film. I didn't get too pretentious on you. Uh, but this one is called La Haine, which I believe literally translates to The Hate. A friend that I work with is super into film. We used to work with at this point. Super into film. And she recommended me this film. Uh, it's on YouTube if you want to watch it for free. The only thing is it's entirely in French. So you like really got to pay attention. And I watched it like when I was, I think I was talking to you like when I watched it. Cause I was like, oh shit, I got to watch this movie real quick. And then I went to bed. Um, it's like a, it's like a hip hop movie. It's a movie about class struggle. It's a movie about race relations. Uh, it, I, I think I've already said it just now. My memory's bad. I'm very tired. Uh, it's a hip hop movie, like an un- like like a hidden hip hop movie. Like there's one scene uh, where they're in like the projects, I guess, whatever like the equivalent of the projects are in France, and the dude like puts his speakers out a window and just starts cutting up. There's a- they break dance. There's a very very hu- it's from 1995. There's a huge emphasis on Air Maxes. Like I'm trying to think of. I don't think drill was a thing. Hey, UK. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching. We've been talking a lot about the UK today. I don't know if it's like that drill era because I don't I, – I think drill is kind of newer. But like gabber, like the, that hardcore gabber stuff, like tracksuits, like uh, – what do you – oh, shit. What do you call those Nikes? What is that? What is – oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No idea. This is a U territory. Trainers. I mean you guys call them trainers. Ah, uh, what the hell is it? One tens, one tens. The Air Max, the Air Max ninety fives came out as one ten. They called them one tens because they cost one ten. There's a huge emphasis on like this whole culture. I don't know if they're calling them one tens in this film, but like, you know, hundred and ten quid for a pair of trainers on your mum. <laughs> this movie's great. I love this movie. I can't really say any much more about it. It's it's. Oh, there's also a French Jewish kid named Vins, and I'm. So Super, super sympathetic to any character whose name is Vincent. We were just talking about the Mighty Boosh. He's French and Jewish and like Italian, I guess, because they're eating a lot. And I was trying to read the subtitles. Great movie. Great soundtrack. Everything about it's pretty good. I, I really enjoyed this movie. Kyle, what's your number two game? Uh, my number two game is the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Really? I've never played these. Just them bringing them back. And, you know, better detail and stuff like that and, like, getting to play them again and uh, the fact that we're getting another one and they teased it more and j- just getting me hyped up. I What's saw, your favorite a, Mass Effect? There's a meme. What's up? Sorry. There's a okay. meme uh, of, uh, it's uh, the scene I uh, was from The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings. I, I don't remember one, but it was, like, Gandalf arriving and it's either Frodo or Bilbo going, Gandalf, and it's like, you're meeting you again, but it's like, Frodo's like, has the Mass Effect thing on it, it's like, good to see you again, old friend. <laughs> That's awesome. What's your favorite, uh, Mass Effect? Uh, probably Mass Effect 2. Yeah? Yeah. Ooh, that I should, I wonder I've if, the, I think that might be coming out too. I ordered the full album, vinyl album. Nice. So I should be getting. I think that might be coming soon. Not bad. Good stuff. Pip pip. Cheerio. <laughs> Anything else you want to say on that? No. My number two game is The Last of Us Factions multiplayer. 
<laughs> I love factions multiplayer. It's the best multiplayer I've ever played in my life. Uh, I was streaming it for a while. There was like a good maybe six weeks where I was doing TLU Tuesdays where I was just streaming The Last of Us multiplayer. You were there. Yep. Some other friends that that we know from that I know from back home were, were playing. It's just it's a, it's a multiplayer where you have to think a little bit and not just kind of do things. Like the whole aspect, I think it's I think I have every achievement for online but one of them. I could be wrong when I say that, but I have like it's just one that I really enjoy. It's always fun. It's always a, it's a fun little time, little hang, a little synonym. I enjoy it. If you haven't played it, there's streams of me playing it if you want to watch it. I'm, it makes me excited for the next Last of Us Factions game that's going to come out. Uh, that's really all I have to say on that because I feel like I've talked about it a lot this year. Kyle. Yes. Your number one film. My number one film is The Great Gatsby. Really? I love that movie. I love that book. Really? Um, I mean, I, I, you know, I seen it many a times before then, but like, mm-hmm. I watched it with a good friend of mine this year, and like, I don't know, it was, it was special this time. Like, it it hit different. Really? That was just like, I love this movie. Now, we can we can spoil this movie because it goes into public domain this year or next year. Like, it's mm. it's a hundred years old. When I read the book, I didn't like the book. I like the setting, but I didn't like the monotony of it. Like there's – I remember the when I read it in school, the teacher um, – we had the same teacher when I read this. Not at the same time, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, she said there's a point where – you remember Shane? Shane V? Yeah. We had – I had English with him. It was a college prep English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and there is a point where they're going over like the monotony of just being uh, what's it, not redundant, just reiterating over like the excess of uh, what's what's Daisy's husband's name, Tom Buchanan. Tom, that's right, Tom. There's a point in the book where like Tom Buchanan like goes over the same shit constantly, and I remember Shane goes, "Oh my god!" in the middle of class, <laughs> like as he's reading it, and then we watch the movie. And I liked how there was this, like, blend of the 20s, like, the roaring 20s. Tobey Maguire is in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, hip-hop of, like, the like the indulgence and the uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? The overindulgence, yes, but, like, the extravagance of, like, the tooth of 2000 – like, there's a lot of Jay-Z and Kanye in it, like, during that, like, bling-heavy era. I, what's your favorite part of the book and or movie? Oh. My favorite part of the movie is, is the party. The first one? Yeah, when when he gets invited. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Oh, man, I wish I was there. You know, like... Really? It's just... I love the music of that. I, I need to, I need to like reread the book because I feel like I would love it. Cause isn't it just about like a heartbroken dude? Uh, like a yeah, heartbroken I mean, dude with too much money. Who's just trying to be like, notice me. Yeah. I feel like I would love that. 
I mean, dude, like I said, this is a hundred year old book. We can ruin it. Snape kills Dumbledore at the end of the Great Gatsby. You can say it. Like, I mean, it's not a hundred years. With a hundred? No, it's it's like thirties. Came out forty. Yeah, so it's no, like it's 30s, like a hundred. I mean, uh, if I don't see that's the thing is Disney kept pushing back the law for things in public domain, which is fucking ridiculous because there's just like the Beatles music is just never going to enter public domain because it's supposed it was originally the artist's life and then 10 years and then it kept getting pushed back and now it's like the artist's life and then 70 years so there's just a swarth a swarth a swath a large amount of music that'll never be in the public domain or at least not in our lifetime that should be like imagine just being able to put on like Billie Holiday because it's in the public domain it's great Put it in any YouTube video you want. Any movie you want makes the movie better. I don't know. I bought this movie on 4K. No, I think that's I think that's a valid thing. This is my second movie I own on 4K. Blu-ray. What was the, was the first one the thing? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's well, I mean, the first one was The Great Gatsby, but yeah, I own two 4K movies. Good shit. And the book. I own, like, a big fancy version of the really? book. Really? I gotta... Mm-hmm. Next time I go to my bookstore, I think I'm gonna start buying classics. Like, I, I wanna own... get Gatsby and, and and Animal Farm and uh, Clockwork Orange. Like, things that... Like, I wanna read Moby Dick. Yeah. I own a bunch of Etsy stuff from the Great Gatsby. Like, really? I have bookmarkers. I have paintings that I have Really? Framed. Yeah. Cool. I love this movie. I hear you, dude. I hear you. My number one pick for this year, and a lot of this has been, well, my video games more than anything, but my number one pick for for movie this year is Roadrunner, a film about Anthony Bourdain. When I moved out here, I got into Bourdain's work. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Parts Unknown, and then they put his first show – Oh. I don't remember the name of it. It's not. It might be a cook's tour because they just did it recently. The the Travel Channel or whoever was hosting it put all of like the first season on YouTube for free. This dude got something. Like every once in a while, I see a human who I go, they understand something we don't. I don't know what it is, but they understand it. Like Jim Carrey, as as out there as Jim Carrey might be, I feel like he gets something. Like he just understands something about being a human that a lot of us don't get. As I bump the mic. That's how I feel about Bourdain. Like, he was just this, this, a loser. Like, there's no other way to put it. Like, I feel like he represented losers in the best way possible. Like, he was like, I'm a loser. I know I'm a loser. I was a drug addict. I was nothing my entire life. He even says in the movie, because it's a, he, he killed himself in 2019, right? And he says, like, that what they do is they, there's so much audio of him that he, like, narrates the film. Like, it's really cool the way it's done. And there's a part where he's saying, like, the first time he ever shot heroin, he looked he looked at himself in the mirror and he went, this is exactly what you deserve because you are a piece of shit. Like, he just – he got something that most of us will never understand. He understood food. He understood travel. He understood community. He understood uh, what it means to, to be, like, part of another culture. All of that stuff I feel like Bourdain got in spades and he shared it with us. And – like watching this movie, it was the first movie I'd seen since COVID. Like Kyle, it was Sonic with you, and then this, <laughs> like in the theater. Then that's a huge gap. And when I went to see it, 
like I saw it by myself. I think you should go see movies by yourself, honestly. There's nothing wrong with it. Some movies go see with a friend, like Sonic. But like this, no problem. Documentary, nice little theater, good to go. Like, there's so many parts of the movie where you just feel like you're wa- – like he lived the perfect life and that's what you're watching. Is like you're watching somebody who lived a perfect life and he hated it. He was so depressed. Like he couldn't stand being alive to the point where he took his own life. And like I would sw- – I would, in a heartbeat, I would have switched lives with him. Like I wouldn't even think about it. Travel the world and eat? What are you kidding me? Like, Kyle, this movie made me go out and buy a book. I went out and bought his first book because of this movie. I'm still reading it. I'm doing it like... You don't even know how to read and you even bought a book, you know? (laughs) I just look at it. There's no pictures, but, you know, it's fun. Like... Funny words. The funny man. (laughs) It's it's such... If you feel lost or have ever felt lost and feel like you just need someone to connect with, you need somebody who understands something, you need some you need someone to hold your hand. Like like I'll I'm trying to be as vulnerable as I can right now. But like if you just feel like there's no place in this world for you, like you don't have a friend or a shoulder to cry on, you don't feel loved or appreciated or or thought about, watch this movie. Because that's exactly how Anthony Bourdain felt. And it was very comforting to hear that. And at the same time, it hurt because I don't believe in, I don't believe in heroes. And I think if you have a hero, you should wait for them to die. I love Mad Lib. I will not call that man my hero until he's dead. Because if I meet him and it, it upsets me, I'll never listen to his music again. But I think Anthony Bourdain may be the closest thing I have to a hero. Just because, like, he was a dude who who put his years in cooking and then had the greatest life ever and still couldn't find happiness. Kyle, what's your number one game? Uh, my number one game has to be Bloodborne. Um, so really? I started Bloodborne with Alex this year, and yeah. it was a blast. It was. I have a lot of footage and just like photos we taken, and just like so it cool. was special. It was just a special time. What's your favorite part of it? Uh my favorite part of that whole, I'm going to call it a series because it was <laughs> what we did, but like, it was me going, it was us getting Alex a ring in game, okay. and then having Alex propose to the queen of the one <laughs> castle he became part of. <laughs> Before we were getting up to the, well, we, we can't co-op in that one area because we beat it, but... We co co opted at the front gates, and I started playing wedding music through the mic. <laughs> and we were just like, we dressed up. Because <laughs> Alex became the king of the castle. Because uh, we, we beat it, we beat the game, and then we ran all the way through just to get Alex to that part and do this. So that, that was my favorite part. I have that game, and I've never played it. <clears throat> the wedding. Kyle, I'm just realizing this now. We've already talked about our favorite movies and games. Uh, before I do mine, do you have any honorable mentions for movies or games? Uh, honorable mentions. I wrote mentions. it down yeah. and I forgot still. One of my honorable mentions is Minecraft. Minecraft. <laughs> I, I think we've spoken Minecraft's praises enough here in the past. Up to, to the our Minecraft server. RP. What's up? Our Minecraft server got corrupted, and that was a lot of stuff on there. No, really? Yeah. 
That sucks. We, we were supposed to do a Minecraft server this year, but one of the hosts left. Mm. So I don't know how to do it. I'll figure it out one day. A <laughs> uh, uh, couple other ones. I'm going to yeah. give uh, honorable mention to my new internet. <laughs> Thank you, new internet, for allowing me to download games in 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, dude. Welcome to the 21st century. Welcome to 2015. <laughs> 15 years of shitty internet. That's wild. I would have never thought you would say that. Any movie? Sorry, dude. I know we did this like out of order, but like anything else? Uh, I haven't. Re- uh, I mean, I don't know. I haven't really watched yeah, stuff. I, know, I have I to know. get back into stuff. It's that thing of like when I watch it, I'm going to be watching it. You know what I mean? I know. Like, that's I'm, like, yeah. Plus, I'm, I'm weird with like if I'm playing something, I might watch something of the same genre. Yeah. And if I watch something, I'm going to want to play something. Like, if I watch The Witcher Season 2, you I'm wanna... going to download The Witcher and play yeah, exactly. through The Witcher again. Exactly. It's going to happen. I mentioned it. Uh, he said it. It is now set in stone. Like, like I haven't watched... Um, uh, it's on Netflix. It was the one weird, like, uh, show where it's, like, the guy's in a different body and it's, like, futuristic and stuff like that and, like... He's a detective, but he's always in a different body. And, like, what? I haven't watched Blade Runner because I want to watch that when I play Cyberpunk again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I play... I've never when seen I Blade watch Runner. Genre. Yeah, I'm with you. Because, like, when I watch a movie, I feel like I should sit down and watch the movie. I should mm-hmm. do nothing else but watch the movie. I don't have any honorable mentions. I feel like everybody, if you listen to the show, you know what my number one is for games for this year. Any game that makes me cry is my number one. I, I have to give an honorable mention as much as it hurts to GTA, GTA Online. Mm. This game won't die. I've been playing it <laughs> since it came out, and it will not die. Um, I got to hang out with Dr. Dre. Guys, guess what? Dr. Dre still doesn't give a fuck. 50 years old, khakis, cuff, crease, doesn't fucking care, dude. Doesn't care. I've been playing it with Alex a lot. I'm probably, like, Alex messaged me. He's like, hey, sorry I didn't hop on. I'm going to be on tonight. And I was like, I don't know. I got to record. And I'm trying to wrap this up. I'm trying to wrap this up so I can go fucking bounce around in my lowrider for half an hour. (laughs) Like, Like, it's just, I don't know what this game has that just gets into my skin. And I have to play it. Like, I feel so... Like, dude, the one night... I'll put the picture on screen of the one night where we just went to Grove Street dressed in green oh, the, the, and had a shoot uh, with the, the ball. Grove Street gaggles? The, <laughs> the yeah, Grove Street dude. gagglers? Dude, and there's a clip that you sent me that I'm going to put out on the channel at a different time. I'm just waiting to get good footage of us playing together because I didn't realize you were playing Destiny 2. Like, <laughs> little moments like that, dude. Oh, my God. Kills. Just fucking kills me. And I don't care about the game. I don't care about Dre or his being 50 and not caring and the khakis and the cuff and the crease. I just, like, like I, I'm excited to play it. That's my honorable mention that I spoke way too long about. But my number one is that any surprise to anybody, Kyle, say it with me, Psychonauts 2. Psychonauts 2. We did an entire Kyle and Vince Likes that then became an episode of Atomic Radio Hour. I love this game. It's got Jack Black in it. The voice cast is amazing. It's a love letter to the first game. I really hope they make a third one. I think the show deserves to be a Saturday morning cartoon. It has that feel to it that even like the 2D art of it could really work. I hope Netflix 
tries to do something. We're apparently getting a Cuphead show soon, but I've been hearing that for like a year and a half. Wayne Brady is playing King Dice. I I just Psychonauts 2 is an amazing game story-wise. Combat's a little eh, I get it, but it's should have won game of the year. Kyle, you want to play It Takes Two? Yeah, we'll have to do that. I'll download it because it's on Game Pass, right? Mm-hmm. I want to play it because everybody they won game of the year. But uh Psychonauts 2, great game. Uh I love me of Odello. There's a whole metaphor of balls rolling with bowling balls. Just, just that game is perfect. I love it. Chef's kiss. And that's our top five. We're an hour in. <laughs> I didn't want it to be an hour. I got to, I got to edit this all tomorrow. Uh, I don't think I'll have to do a lot of editing though. I'm going to do something a little unorthodox. I've always wanted to end every year. With a little bit of writing that I've done. I wrote this today. It's been on my mind for at least a month now. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to outro the show now. So stick around till after the outro. I'm going to do something after the outro because I want it to end perfectly with this. So uh, thank you for listening to the program. It's not over yet. I can't stress this enough. It's not over yet. But thank you for listening to the program. If you like the intro music, it's by Shane Ivers and you can get... This song, Feather Duster, and all of his other slappers for free at silvermansounds.com slash free music. Links in the description to my Twitter, Kyle's Twitter, the show's Twitter. There's a link in there to the Patreon. Support us there if you can, if you want to. Thank you to those who already do in a Redbubble where you can buy a design or two or three or four. There's also the, the Discord where normally I ask a question there for lore for the week. Come hang out. Come say hey. You can find us anywhere you could download a podcast. Thank you for watching or listening. So I'm going to go and read this this open-ended letter that I wrote to the year of 2021. It's something that I kind of wanted to do since we started the show, and I just never did it. I don't know why. I'm not going to say it was anybody's fault, because it probably was – if it was anyone's fault, it was probably mine. But I just never did it. And now since I have full reign of the show, I'm going to do it. So – 2021, how happy I am to be rid of the malignant tumor that is you. I know it's a popular meme to shit on 2020 and praise this year as the metaphoric second coming, but in my opinion, this year fucking sucked. 2020 was way better. 2020 was a time for reflection, relaxation, self-discovery, self-discipline, discovering new skills and passions. The ever-looming feeling of the apocalypse, the fall of civilization, the fall of modern society was fun and exciting. The discovery of who and what was important to not only myself, but for others felt genuine and almost pure. Then enter 2021, which just kind of felt like masturbation for the sake of masturbation. We're just kind of following the same protocol from the year prior, but this one, no one really cared. I feel as if people just became more cynical and hateful as we were in 2019, but that's just me. Personally, 2021 was a year of ups and downs, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I finally left my hometown and moved 2,000 miles away with a roommate who abandoned me just two months later. I started a job that I hated, and just this week, I started a new job that is much, much more lax. I had the three-year mark of Atomic Radio Hour, and within just a few weeks of the anniversary, the show became a solo endeavor. 
Now, I can sit here and bitch and moan about people and their actions. For instance, I haven't spoken to two of my best friends in a mighty long time, one of them since August and the other one going on two years now. But honestly, none of that is productive speech or thought patterns, really. You could take out this entire part that I just referenced, and I hate to be meta, but that entire part you can take out and still get the same feeling, because none of it was productive. The point that I'm trying to make is that complaining about others' actions is a lot like masturbation. Fun at first, but ultimately leaves you disappointed and wanting more. Alright, enough of the sad bullshit. 2021, for me at least, has been pretty good despite everything I just said. I never thought I'd make it this far, to be completely honest. Not only did I uh, make it, but I live on my own now, in a new city with new friends, new experiences, in a place that I pay for with my own money. Growth is a funny and weird thing. Because you both notice it and don't see it at the same time. One moment you see yourself as an old curmudgeonly man stuck in your ways. Then you're hosting a dinner party. The old and the new can blend beautifully. I've even made new genuine friends for the first time in years. Cooking feels new and exciting again. My living room is the entertainment center that I've yearned for since I was a little boy. I've reached out to old friends to rekindle a connection. And through it all, by my side, I've had Kyle. I've had him by my side for longer than, pro than he probably should have been. And I wasn't always the best to him. And I know it makes him uncomfortable, but I truly, truly do love my friend Kyle. So to wrap this all up nicely, I've learned a lot this year. I've learned what it means to have priorities, respect, patience, empathy, and how to apply all of this to my everyday. I'm quite excited for 2022. Not in the same capacity as I think myself and everybody else was for 2020, but excited. One might even say hopeful. Not to anthropomorphize next year, but please don't let us down 2022 because 2021 could have been a much better year. Thank you for being here. Thank you for everything you've given me this year. If you're listening, if you're watching, it's been a very hard year for me. Um, Olive left and this was a thing we did together and Kyle is still here, like I said. And I hate to be prideful. <laughs> But I'm very proud of myself and to have kind of a, a mirror, a window that I can see and people can judge it and see me and move things around. You know, I'm proud. And I think for the first time in my entire life, I'm proud. And it's hard, but you move on. Much like Sisyphus, you continue to push the boulder and it's not, you don't dread it. You, you, you teach yourself to love that. So thank you for being here. Thank you for continuing to watch and support. Thank you for your love. I love you. And I'll see you next year. Ha <laughs> ha. Try to be serious. Got to end on a shitty joke. Bye, everybody. I'm only here for the child support to Vince me. <laughs> Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Ghoulman. Entertainment Production.